Maybe you're in your car right now, driving somewhere you don't really want to go, or you're listening to this on the treadmill, trying to see some progress in your physique that's stalled for weeks, if not months, if not years. Or you just feel that life is so much more than what you're living right now. And this episode is for you. And the show is for you. Because Sean and I are going to discuss a very, very important topic today. And it's especially for those who are trying to radically change their lives. And I'm not talking about the kind of change where you go from making $50,000 a year to $55,000 a year. Or where you increase your wage from $20 an hour to $25 an hour. I'm talking about the kind of change that makes everyone turn around and look at you and think, how the hell did you just do that? How did you get to this place? It makes people want to interview you. It makes people want to stop their cars and look at you. That's the kind of progress we're talking about here. And in order to make that kind of progress, you have to shed some ingrained philosophy, some ingrained socializations that society has imparted on you and that you have accepted to be true. And that is today's truth bomb, shedding one of those mentalities that's going to allow you to actually make that kind of progress. So stay tuned and buckle in because this is the truth bomb. All right, so uh, we are starting now. What's up, Sean? We're back again for another episode of uh, Truth Bomb, man. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good, Pretty. How's it going, man? Good, man. You know, right before um, this, uh, this podcast started, this podcast, um, you know, we I was having a little bit of technical glitches, and, you know, things are never always 100% perfect. Yeah. And it ties into what we're going to be talking about today, but I was talking to another a colleague of mine, he was like, man, like, <clears throat> I don't think my website's perfect. I don't think my landing page is perfect. And I was like, man, like at some point yeah. you got to just press play because if you think about it, even the biggest like platforms in the world that are worth billions of dollars, even they have updates every four or five months because it's not perfect yet. I mean, I have right. glitches with Instagram all the time. It just crashes on me or weird shit happens. And those are the yeah. most platforms in the world. So perfection is something that we all strive for. Um, but also, I guess going into today's topic, man, I know um, it's something that, um, you text me about, he's like, man, I really want to talk about this. And I read it and I was like, dude, this is super important talking about growth versus comfort and go into that a little bit, man. So I want to hear from you what your thoughts are on that. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of thought about this topic because it's, it's been relevant in my life, um, personally, and obviously in, in a business sense too recently. Um, and you know, a lot of people, when they get a sense of uncomfort, especially in business, you know, they tend to either like give up or, you know, just go the other direction um, and, and kind of follow everybody else. So I think it's a, a good topic to, you know, talk about today and, and kind of really go in depth about how you can overcome it. And, you know, usually if you if you get through it, you should come out better at the end. So, yeah, that's definitely what I want to talk about today. Yeah. So the, the topic being, again, just to preface again, in order to grow in life, you have to do things that are super uncomfortable. And, you know, if you think about our, see, like our minds and our bodies are created, 
you know, um, evolutionary in order to do one thing, which is to survive, right? And survival is not the same as growth and success. Right. Like your hind brain, your reptilian brain doesn't give a shit if you have a million followers on Instagram or if you're making $10 million, you're having a Ferrari, you're having the, the best life in the world. It doesn't, it really doesn't give a shit. All it cares right. about is like, dude, are you, do you have enough food? Are you surviving? Are you breathing? Are you just alive? You're good to go. That's all it cares about. It doesn't care about anything about like all the cell development. Your hindbrain does not give a shit about it at all. Like it's just not in there. It's not actually not in his best interest, actually. So when it comes to like growing, it requires you to overcome a lot of your biological urges, which is to like actually force yourself to be super uncomfortable. And I want to give people an example of this because it seems very theoretical. Okay, I know I, I got to do uncomfortable things. I, I give people in everyday life. Um, when you have to turn off the shower, it sucks. A lot of people hate it because you have to go from a hot shower and then you got to go like, you got to turn it off and then it's fucking cold. Right. Or you're in the bed and it's really nice and warm and then your alarm goes at six, seven and you're like, oh, fuck, you hate waking up. It's Every time you got to make a switch to like, make progress to like do something where you got to switch your body like rebels like fuck i don't want to do this right now you feel comfortable for you feel good so these types of moments when we have to transition from going from a hot shower to outside the shower and the shower is over or like from a warm bed into like the cold or like from an ac place to like a super warm place like these micro moments are very uncomfortable like the transition is very uncomfortable for people and but that's what's required to make progress so what your mind and your body work wants and what is demanded from you to reach the pinnacle of success often run counterintuitive with one another. And that's why it's important to, to address this topic in today's Truth Bomb. Yeah, yeah, and I, I totally agree. Um, I think, you know, like I mentioned a little bit ago, that a lot of people, when they start to feel uncomfortable, they immediately either stop or like go away from that uncomfortable feeling. So, um, you know, just a couple of things that happened to me recently, obviously, you know about it, but um, just to give our listeners a little background, you know, our, I run an e-commerce site for selling supplements and um, just, a, you know, only a few months ago, it was basically taken away from me as in it crashed and I wasn't going to get it back. I had seven days to, to pull all my information off of it. And um, that was that basically I had to start, start from scratch. And, you know, when I, when I got that email, it was like, 4 30 in the morning, I happened to check my phone. Um, you know, my first instinct was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like I, I'm quitting. I'm done. This is, this is it for me. And that was like my initial first thought and, you know, talking with you and trying to come up with a strategy to, to work around this, you know, I kind of came to the realization that this is ultimately like my goal and my, my passion. Like I, I need to do this. So pushing forward through that, finding a way around it, um, you know, we worked it out and, and got back online within three days. But the main takeaway was that, you know, I continued to push forward. I, instead of stopping and giving up, I pushed through that uncomfortable feeling, which like I said, I've never been through this before. I don't know anybody that's even been through this before. I've asked tons of people in our industry and it was pretty much unheard of unless you're selling something illegal, which I'm not, but, um, you know, it was, it was like catastrophic to me. So once I pushed through that, um, I ended up in a much better place. Um, you know, our, our total traffic on our site is, is way higher than it ever was. And it made me just work harder, honestly. And then I, I gained more confidence once I got past that to now. It's like, okay, I have a, a backup plan now. If that ever happens again, I'm ready for it. And anything, I don't think anything could be much worse than that, at least to what I can think of. So I'm pretty much ready for whatever comes my way. So now I'm, I'm much better off for it. And, you know, my, my suggestion would be to, to take it head on and know that 
most likely it's just going to be a small road bump, you know, in, in your journey. Yeah. And I, and I like that last part specifically because the, the things that we really fear that are actually required to become like on the next level of success, when you look back at it, it was actually not that big of a deal. You're like, man, that's what I was afraid of. But a lot of times it's something simple as like, it's just a mindset shift. Like in your end, it's like, hey, it's going to be okay. Or the other times it's like making a call. Um, this is like crucial. Um, you do some consulting and uh, or sometimes I talk to colleagues and it's like, you know, sometimes people are afraid to just make calls, like cold calls and just like talk to customers or right. call retailers that just like, don't want to do it. And I was like, like for you to get a big client like that wants to pick up like, I don't know, 500 units, 1,000 units, 2,000 units, a big deal. All you got to do is to pick up a phone and call. And it's just like something that really like at that moment, you're kind of, you just don't want to do it. Right. Um, or it's like a, a presentation. We are scared. And obviously, we know the statistics that people fear presentations a lot. Uh, public speaking is a big feared um, activity sure. in the States. And so, but like looking back at it, like if you've ever been nervous about like public speaking, I've had it a few times. I actually spoke no word of English a few years ago. So I came here. I was like, fuck, I got to go to school and college. I don't speak any English. I got a public presentation. So I was like a little bit uh, not not super uh, excited to do it. But uh, looking back at it, like who cares? Like I just, it was just such a small thing. So like, it's it's really just like if you have something in life right now that's making you anxious, which is like you're trying to avoid it. So a lot of people who procrastinate and procrastinators just trying to avoid something that makes them anxious. It could be money. It could be checking your bank accounts. It could be looking at insurance. It could be the most miscellaneous things, or it could be something like making a call. Um, these things are actually quite small, so they're not actually really big deals. And I think you summed it up really well at the end of what you just said. You know, in the, in the in the look in the big um, spectrum of like everything that's going to happen to you in your life, you're like man, like that's it. Like it wasn't a big deal, and I think that's really important to just realize. Like this is not a, like picking up a phone and giving a call to some random person. It's not a big deal. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally agree. And when I think back on you know my short time in the supplement industry for four and a half years, the biggest moments in my career are are were the hardest. So like you know usually. A couple months after the, like the so-called tragedies that I had in, in my career, I've usually done the best after. And another one being when our first location of our retail store didn't really work out and I moved locations, I thought it was the biggest deal ever then. You know, like, I, again, I thought I was going to be done. And when I moved, it, it turned out to be the best move I had made at that time. So again, just another another road bump just in my journey. And, you know, it's, it's really hard to realize that at the time, but it, it's something that you can control in your mind, especially if you have good people around you to help you through it. Um, it's, it's really not that big of a deal, you know, down the road. Yeah. And it, it comes down to a series of like um, uncomfortable things that you have to do and like how much you're willing to do. And I think leadership in general and growing large companies in general is a series of like a lot of like social embarrassment and like putting yourself at social risk. And I think as humans, we don't like to take social risk because we uh, mentioned, we have to survive. So anytime you have a social risk where you're going against the group, your brain is like, like you're going to be kicked out of the tribe, man. You're going to have no food and water. So like stay in the fucking tribe, like stay in line, stay, stay in your line. Don't, don't do that. Like growth and um, being a leader and running an organization is all part of like doing shit that's just like a little bit not socially accepted. And I'll give people very micro examples of this. So a big part of people ask like, what do you do all day? A big part of mine is just, I got to follow up with people. 
they just like don't respond. So <laughs> manufacturers, vendors, suppliers, like they don't respond. So I'm like, hey man, do you get my message? Hey man, like today I sent a message to one manufacturer four times, like a like a psycho, like ex-girlfriend <laughs> and and it's like it's really weird like what are you doing like but this is what i gotta do so like i have to be persistent and i have a couple of colleagues they're like nah man i don't i don't want to annoy that person like what are you talking about like you're paying that person annoy the fuck out of them i'm yeah. paying that person i'm paying that vendor i'm paying that manufacturer that's my partner that's my employee we are working together and like they're monetizing we're all like whatever it is I have the right to pick up the phone and be like, dude, what's fucking going on if you're not responding? So like, it's something simple, just very, just in a micro level, because I think, you know, when we have, when you listen to these like self-development podcasts and motivational stuff, I think um, everyone's nodding their head in the car. Oh man, yeah, you're right. Grant Cardone's right. Gary Vee's right. And because we can visualize in the macro and we're like, yeah, when I get to that level, I'll be like Denzel Washington. But like, there's also stuff in your life right now that we're not doing because we feel it's like a social risk or it makes, gives us some anxiety or it gives us a little bit of fear. And it's really important to understand it's like just doing it would actually propel your life to another level. And I think that's very important. Just picking up the phone and just being like, Hey man, I haven't heard from you. What the fuck is going on? Like having uncomfortable situa- uh, situations, very important. One other trait that I always look for and I have to be careful when I say this because this is be misconstrued, is we live in a society that wants to avoid conflict. Mm-hmm. So we're taught, I got to avoid conflict all the time. I don't, I just, I, I want to be a guy that just like diffuses all situations. And that could be noble. Like a lot of times, like people have weird, stupid fights or like super weird and they're totally right. inappropriate. That's not yeah. what I'm saying here. So you got to diffuse those situations. But at some point, we're so afraid to speak up that, um, you know, we ha- I'm in the supplement space just like you. And I know, you know, when you probably people in common and yeah, man, you'd be surprised how concerned they are. Like where their manufacturer, for example, is totally screwing them left and right. And they're just like not saying anything. I was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like pick up the phone and be like, dude, what is wrong with you? They just like, don't want to do it. They're like, nah, man, I want to keep it. Con-. This kind of stuff is, is ruining you. So you have to look at it when you're listening to us right now on the airwaves, think about on the micro level in your day-to-day stuff that you are probably avoiding because we are we're probably avoiding things that we make us uncomfortable but what if we just did it one day just sit a saturday morning just you know man I'm, I'm putting away this email i'm putting away this call i'm just not doing it put it do it and you'll notice you actually feel better about it like fuck i, I can do this shit and i, I felt great I, I i can relate to this uh as far as like I, I didn't like public speaking when i was younger i was like fuck that shit i mean everyone's gonna think about my english and i really dread it because I like accent is going to be weird. And like, what are all the people going to, what are all the girls going to say? Uh, and so, and then I started doing it and I was like, man, I love public speaking. That was all I do. Like, I love public speaking. I love podcasting. I'm, I try to do as much as I can. And every time I did it, I felt good when I did it. And I, and I um, always want to inspire other people to just, just do it and you'll, you'll feel better from it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, one thing I, I wanted to point out too, with, with kind of being comfortable and complacent is that, you know, even though you may be killing it and you have a lot of sales or what, you know, whatever you're doing, if you do get comfortable, somebody out there is being uncomfortable and they're going to gain on you. So, and that's another thing that like, I kind of didn't think about, you know, uh, earlier this year when, when sales were going really good and, and everything was flowing nice and, you know, I, I was kind of just comfortable. There's somebody out there that that's making themselves uncomfortable to grow. And they're going to be gaining on you when, when you're relaxing. So that that's like another part of this that I think people need to understand too. It's it's not only hurting your own growth, but it's letting other people take advantage of it. 
Yeah, I love that you said that because it sparked something. Uh, I think that's a really important takeaway there, Sean. I, I like that. And you know, I, I, this is um, we we all we all get into this, right? We're successful, and then we just kind of stay there. And I remember at some point uh, there was one of the companies I had when I was really young. Uh, one of my, a second my second company I started, and we just had like trouble, man. We just couldn't get like we were hit a revenue. And we just couldn't get past that. We're just stuck. It's like not, you know, you're adding maybe a thousand dollars here, and it's just like not. So like we had all these systems in place because uh, was trying to get acquired at that point. So you got to have a lot of systems in place so you can hand it over to the next person. And we had put a lot of work in email sequencing, like all this shit was like perfect. Right. System. And yeah. we had actually made a billboard and hung out all. It, it took us fucking days and months to to have all the system. I come into the office and I was pissed, man. I was like, man, fuck, we're we're not making any progress. So I come in there. I take my hands and I rip everything. And I went on the drive and the hard drive. I took it and I tossed it out the window. And all of our systems and all of our processes were gone. And I remember like the team was, I thought I had fucking lost it. So I was fucking crazy. Like, what did you do? I was like, dude, you see all this shit? This is just enough for us to make a million dollars a year. That's why what gets you here, I always say, is not going to get you there in life. Right. It's not like we, right. we people in America, we have this concept. I've said it before. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But the problem is like, we well, just maintain. You got it. And I was like, no, but that's the problem. If you have a system, an email sequence, uh, whatever you're doing right now, and it's getting you a revenue goal is just good enough for that revenue. If you want to go from 1 million to 10 million, which I think is actually really tough. I, I've always found that to be the hardest. Uh, dude, that, that's, you need to reinvent everything. You can take your business and just destroy it. Like destroy the whole fucking thing. Everything just like i don't know if you need to get rid of people get rid of them get rid of processes like shuffle around everything then i have these conversations oftentimes with people and they're like um they're like hey i want to get to the next level with my business and and they say you know you know what i'm gonna do this year i'm gonna add a little bit of email marketing maybe one or two influencers and just kind of grow and i was right. like like that's not going to take your business from one to ten it's not going to bring your business from 10 to 15 absolutely not it's just not going to happen it's right. it's too small of a change you have to take your business and like throw fucking like you know put it on fire and i know it's like a difficult thing to do that but like one thing that you mentioned um, when we started this off is like when you went through conflict like you lost everything i'm 100 percent sure that that moment when you have to start all over is actually going to make your business to the next level of growth because again i will say this and i always say this, I have videos where i talk about this but what gets you here in life is not going to get you there all your work all your hours to make a hundred grand a year is not going to get you to a million that's good for a hundred grand man you want to get to a million dollars a year you got to reinvent yourself and that's very important we don't do that you know yeah yeah and like speaking of this year like everything that i've done this year to either you know secure new customers or growth or anything like that it's all different from last year completely different like my basically my business my business model has stayed the same, but my strategies are completely different. So that, I mean, that's, yeah, you're spot on with that. It's, uh, if I were to look, go back to 2019 and, and think about 2020, where I'd be like, it's, it's just completely changed yep. and how I do business and how, um, you know, I'm advertising and things like that. It's, it's all different. So yeah, yep. I, I totally agree. Yeah. And you'll, you'll see too, man, like this is why a lot of businesses who might want to become a larger business, they say a small business. It just like they can't get out of that rut. It's also why we all like health and fitness. Many of us probably listening. I'm into health and fitness. You're into health and fitness. And we go to the gym. And after some point, we all look the same. Like I go to the gym. I've seen the same people. Like they look the same for four years. I'm like, dude, you never fucking changed. And it's like, isn't it weird that like you go to the gym every day, you do the yeah. same and you just don't change. But what happened? Because when you started off as a beginner, you're pushing weight, 
your body, it's new stimulus and then right. you get bigger or you lose more yep. fat, whatever. And then you keep pushing. But at some point we get comfortable. I'm lifting. I mean, in my gym, there's like, I don't know, 125 pounds. And then I'm pressing that. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I don't want to get hurt. And then you just stick to that weight. But when you stick to that weight, you're not getting bigger anymore. At some point, we just don't get bigger anymore. Why is that? Because we don't lift harder. And at some point you're like, dude, I'm fucking Ronnie Coleman. I can't lift harder, but there, there is more you can lift, right? So the right. point is we stop. Right. And when we stop, there is no more growth happening. And we see this in the gym. There's a lot of lessons that I've learned from bodybuilding applied to, to life. And that's one of them. And I just noticed I have to make progressive overload. We call this in training. You have to have progressive overload with your training uh, because you have to change your training with like adding more weight or change training differently if you want to see kind of different results. It just at some point your training and nutrition program will stop working. Like if anyone's dieted for a long time, you can die for twenty weeks and it'd be like, dude, I'm fucking shredded. And at right. some point you just don't lose any more weight. You're like, what the fuck's going on? It yeah. doesn't work anymore, guys. You gotta some, sometimes you gotta have a cheat meal. I know people who eat like garbage and then their metabolism goes up again, right? They totally yeah. destroy everything they were doing. So yeah, for sure. Something in life too is that um, if you're where you're at and you're happy and then you're like, I just I can't I can't grow. Like it's just stuck at the same thing. And you gotta say, man, I have to change as a person fundamentally in order to get to the next level of success. And you have to change even who you are how you look, what you breathe, where you live, like change your city. I don't give a fuck. Like, you got to change everything. I was like, what, what are you thinking about changing this year, 2020? I was like, everything, man, fucking everything. everything. I want to change everything. I want new clothes. I don't know. I want everything changed. So unless you're doing that, expecting radical new results, like I'm going to make a radical, ch people have this radical new year's plans. Like I'm going to have a radical year. This, year. I'm, this is the year I become a millionaire, but like they don't do any radical things though. You, right. you have to have, you have to be, a, you have to do radical things to get radical results. What's radical about writing one more email a week? What's radical about like, see, instead of going out once, a, a, three times a month, you go out two, it's not radical enough. Right. You know? Yeah. It's not radical enough. So that's important. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I think that's the main takeaway here is that I, people don't really realize that the changes they think that are a big deal, they're, they're really not. They're just, they're not self-evaluating to, to realize that like the drastic changes need to be fucking radical. Like you're saying, it's just people, you know, the changes to people that think they think the changes that they're making are a lot, but they're in general, they're not. I mean, you have to be completely different um, and, and totally change up your strategy or whatever it is that, that you're working on. So yeah, I totally, I, I agree for sure. Yeah, that's good. I think, you know, just to add to that too, is like, we've also talked on the show about setting small goals and meeting them. And I've talked about it before. I think that's really yeah. important. So I don't For recommend sure. you, know, you have to be like radical change everything. But however, if you are someone right now and you, you really, you're not going for a micro stuff, you really want to change your life. Like, dude, I'm really fucked. Like in my life that then don't take that advice. I gave her take this advice, like really change um, and make it a real change, not a fake change. Like it's like, oh, I'm wearing different clothes. Like it, it gotta be, it's gotta be real change. It can't be like going from three times a week drinking to like twice a week. It's gotta be zero alcohol. It's gotta be zero. Like it just, I don't give a fuck. Like I, I've had this done in my life and I know how to do it right, how to do it wrong. Cause I've failed and I've succeeded when I failed making radical changes. We're not real radical changes. I, I would said, I said I was doing them, but they were not really radical. Like I was kind of right. doing it, but they weren't radical, radical changes. At, so at one point in my life. I had done some crazy shit. Like I was like, I, I have to change. I, I can't be like everyone else. I got to start a business. I got to make some real income. And like, I have to do something in my life because I'm, I'm here by myself. I'm here alone and I got to do something. Okay. So then I, I went radical, man. I, I, for one, like whole 
almost a year. So I didn't join social media up until 2016. Just I don't have social media. I never joined it. I never went. I just didn't have the application. Never had it. I didn't have a cell phone. I got gave away my cell phone for two years in college. I just didn't have a cell phone. Then I got a flip phone. And because I'm like, why do I need to text more? Because like, if I have a smartphone, I'm going to text longer stuff. And now right. I can. It's really hard to do that. Uh, and I, I'm right. actually, I'm really good at typing on the on the flip phones because I used yeah, to do yeah. that for a while. And then the only thing I, people I could call was a cell was I had to call people, which I'm like not going to waste my. See, when you text people, you can shoot the shit like sometimes, but like when I call people, it's like serious. Like I, I call you and I need something or right. we need to we're working on a project, but right. I'm not going to shoot the shit with like I don't know some kid I just met on the street. So um, I did that. I was like, I need radical shift. I gave away all my technology. Um, I, I was sleeping on the floor for a long time. I, I think I told you about that, but I, 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 uh, I, yeah, I did the thing for like one year. I slept on the floor on purpose. I have a bed, but I slept on the floor. Right. And then I put, uh, I still do this actually. Now I have my AC, I turn it on cold. So I have, it's on 40 degrees all the fucking time, except when we do this podcast. Yeah. It's, I'm freezing my balls off and then I don't start with, with hot water. And I do that still today, um, even though I don't need to do that. The reason why I do that, because I notice uh, sometimes I get comfortable, man. I got a comfortable life. We, you know, a lot of us listening, we're kind of comfortable. I got food. I got shelter. I'm happy, man. That's wrong. The minute I feel, oh, man, I love this view. I love it. I know I'm fucked. I know I'm fucked. And so I, you know what I do? First thing, I take my covers off. I sleep on the floor and I put my AC on. And I do that for like three weeks straight until I'm like, dude, like, I feel like shit. And dude, all you want to do then is work. Because like, right. you can't sleep long, dude. If you sleep on the floor and it's freezing dude, it sucks. And so I, I still do that today. Uh, and I did that for a long time to beat the old Preddy out of me. And then at some point I, I will, I, you know, that's what, that's a radical shift. So I, yeah. I forced I mean, a lot for of people sure. say kids today, they don't have any hardships. Well, okay. You don't have hardships, create some for yourself. It's very easy to create hardship. Uh, use, do what I just said, go never yeah. shower in hot water again, sleep on the floor for like six weeks straight and put your AC on, like blast it on cool. Like it should be freezing. Don't eat hot, warm food ever. Remove every like uh, good food in your head. Like just eat plain chicken and do that. And now now you have hardship. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. So, real, so right? we don't have hardship. Create, create it. We go in the gym, right? Gym is not real. It's fake. It's not real. It's not real stuff. Back in the day, we had to go out and in like huts and shit and, and move rocks. Now we just go to a gym. It's fake, but right. it works. So you can actually uh, create fake hardships if, if you want. This is an example. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's some pretty radical shit. Sleeping on the floor with the air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've done uh, all this uh, crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking about like something radical too. That the transformation challenge that we're doing yeah. um, with Future Fit. You know, we have 30, 35 ish people in there, and, and that would be a perfect example. We're going to find out who made radical changes in in eight weeks or so to see who had the biggest transformation. And it, there's not going to be a way around it. Like you you're either going to have the results or you're not. So that will determine like, you just can't get around not doing something radical if you don't want radical results. So that we'll find out, you know, in about a month and, and see who, who comes out on top with that. And I'm excited to see that. Yeah. I love, I love that transformation challenge by the way. And it's really cool. Um, on the Slack group, we can see people's progress and like they're on it and you see some people that are on it all the time, flipping their band, they're talking in the group. It's like super, it's super awesome because um, oftentimes I'm not signed in on there and I go in there, there's so many messages. I'm like, holy shit, this is great. Yeah. So I love yeah. that. I think it's a, I think it's great in, in health and fitness. You'll see us talk about a lot. Obviously we're both involved in it. Uh, I've always been really big into, into lifting and training. Um, when I was younger, I used to compete um, and uh, I was to be a competitive bodybuilder. I turned pro as well. So I was really into it for a long time. Um, and, you know, you learn a lot of lessons. And one of the things with like training, like the transformation challenge, you can't hide. 
like yeah. you can't hide a bad diet. You can't ha- hide bad workouts. You see it. So like a lot of this shit we can hide like, oh yeah, I crushed it yesterday on like my self-development. You don't know. Maybe I was just like, you know, watching porn all night. You don't know. <laughs> like if someone is like, hey, I crushed my diet and you got like, you, you, you look like shit. I know you were having McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? So I right. like that. It keeps people accountable. It's the real truth bomb fitness man i love that like you can't hide a bad diet it's just not where is it gonna go it's gonna go somewhere so right. you're gonna see it so that's why i like yeah. it man cool yeah so uh you want to wrap this up yeah no good i, I th- that's about it man i think a good a good truth bomb uh for us today i think um your main takeaway is that in order to grow you know, you're not going to make radical changes in life by just reading shit on the internet or listening uh, to some motivational gurus, not even listening to us. That's not how you're going to make radical changes. You're going to make radical changes in your life by being uncomfortable, literally like changing everything, the way you think, the way you walk, the way you sleep, I mean, the way you shower, everything. You got to really make a radical shift. And then a third, I think is just also, and I'm sure you have some stuff to add to this, but like being truthful to yourself and being honest about it, that's like, honestly, like 80% of the battle. You can't lie to yourself. Be honest. Be like, dude, I'm fucking up. I have these conversations often. I know when I'm having comfortable stuff, I don't like going to vacations because I'm sitting there. It's warm and I'm, fuck, I'm comfortable. I hate comfort because I know if I'm comfortable too long, I know I'm going to be satisfied. And then you're like, you know, I got, you know, it's not good. So, you know, you got to be honest with yourself. So those are the three things, man. I, and I, do you have anything to add to that, man, to that list? Yeah, I mean, I think with the whole comfort thing, I, I think it has a lot to do with like entrepreneurship in general too. I mean, you don't have to be an entrepreneur for this, but in general, I think entrepreneurs, most people are going to go right. Entrepreneurs are going to go left. And I think that's really how comfort is too. Like when, when you get an un- uncomfortable situation, everybody's going to go right. And that's where you're like, all right, I need to, I need to do this and go left. And, and that's usually, you know, how you're going to get yourself to, to the next level. So that's kind of how I look at it in my mind, especially with the things that I've went through recently. So um, one takeaway, that's that's what I would say. Yeah, I think, and to just a practical exercise, if you're in the gym right now and you're like, you got a deadlift, you got to do pull-ups and you're just like, ah, just, I can I can do something else. I can do a machine. Don't do it. Just do the pull-ups. Just, just fucking do it. Or you're like, got to take a call. You don't want to do a call. You're like, I'll just do it after lunch or do it now. Like do the most uncomfortable thing that you're trying to, but your brain is like, don't do it, do it. Like next time alarm goes off at five 30 and it's like, oh, I can wait a little bit. I don't have to go to work until nine. Just wake up at five 30, like just do it. And you'll feel better for it because it's in these micro moments that great leadership and success is created. And I think many of us don't understand that. Like, um, and so that's really important, but, um, yeah. yeah, those are the main takeaways, man. I think, uh, with a good episode, um, you know, people can always, reach out to us. Uh, we have a text line open 29071 uh, and you can shoot the keyword truth bomb and uh, we will respond with any uh, responses if you have any questions for us. And then obviously you can um, look us up on Instagram at Seeking Asseth uh, at NutriFit CLE. Um, and uh, yeah, we can, uh, we're always excited to hear from people. So uh, we'll be doing more of these.